Okay, we are. Oh, uh, did yep. you tell Nat I need a bag? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. All right, you red eye. Indeed, sir. Indeed, kind sir. Welcome, welcome. We are live. We are live. How you doing, Mr. Andrew Hager? I'm. You know what? That's a crappy. That's a crappy that intro. Sucks. We're still live, but let me pleasantly let me, plump. Let right me let me here. bring this. Uh oh, action! Let me bring this a little bit over. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Welcome, welcome to the Andrew Hager Live Show with your host, Andrew Hager. <laughs> Hello, my friend. His Hello. sidekick, Dallin Wright, <laughs> and their guest, Judge Brian Privet. Woo. Welcome, welcome to the most famous basement in Kentucky land. Yes, sir. Indeed, indeed. Our basement. How are you guys doing? The intro scared me a little bit. <laughs> good, <laughs> good. It out, should. It I'm should. ready to go. Already. It should get people fired up. <laughs> I'm freaking out, man. Anyone fired up out there? How'd I do? We've got Michelle McCarty, Tempe. Woo, Tempe Lear in the house. Andrea Walsh. Uh-oh, I see you. How you doing? How you doing? I don't see I don't see nothing. Jill Young. Uh-oh. Jill's in here? And you know who else? Who? Who? Tell me, tell me. Somebody tell me. Catherine. Uh-uh. Morris. The great Catherine the great Morris, Catherine baby. Morris. Tulsa, Oklahoma style. She sure is. And Mike St. John's calling me from the Hope Center. Well, I uh, can't tell if... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Margaret Cotton. Yeah. I cannot see. I don't know if Get she's on here. Get off me, devil. My favorite one that I overuse often. But it's good to be here and uh, glad to have you here, Brian. Well, yeah, thanks for having me. We're totally Appreciate honored it. to have you here, uh, Your Honor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't well, know how we should we're be doing hear that. that joke about a hundred times already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's oh. like the time I went with my father-in-law to the uh, that dam over in uh, what's the dam don't over in that. Vegas? Oh. And you go on the tour, the Hoover, and, the Hoover Dam, <laughs> the Hoover Dam, and it's like everyone is just like pulling out all their damn jokes, and it's just <laughs> all of it. It's yes, and yeah. I'm like. People have to be jumping off of this thing if they're giving tours on this. Anyway, <laughs> that's my thought. So, hey everyone, glad to have you here. We've got uh, some people in the house. We are going to be taking your calls. So the phone number is down below there. If uh, I don't see you quick enough, I just give some shout outs and I'll uh, look at my board and see that you're there. But we've got an interesting conversation going on tonight, Andrew. How are you? I'm truly great, man. Uh, fly out in the morning to Dallas. Going to be on uh, M to the Rock, iHeartRadio. I'm really hyped about it. Uh, so you know, and it's, it's crazy. You, I'm do, you do about well the in a you do well in a radio station situation. I don't know. I don't know. You know, because of these insecurities that I have, just the blessings, man, and being sitting next to a circuit court judge today. Not worrying about if he's going to sentence me to prison or not. You know, just the blessings of recovery, just getting out of the way and let God do his work. Uh, you know, positions you didn't even apply for, man. It's uh, pretty amazing. Thanks yeah. for allowing me to share. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, baby? Oh, that's good. Brian, do you, I mean, are you sentencing people? I know that there's yeah, different courts in so <laughs> no. many different ways. I don't, I don't understand. No, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'd a love general... to hear about your job because I looked it up yeah. quickly. And you were appointed by the governor. There mm -hmm. must have been a vacancy. Wow. There was a yeah. There was a retirement. Paul Isaacs, who'd been there for uh, 18, oh, 18 years, I think. He 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 retired. So I was appointed to to fill his term. I've got to run for election this fall. 
to to do his the next four year of his four years of his term. But um, yeah, I'm a general circuit judge, general court, general circuit court judge, which means that I have jurisdiction over all felonies. Whoa! Um, and any civil cases over five thousand um, oh, so, dollars. Wow! Yeah. And but you started as an attorney. I was. I was a general practice attorney. Um, uh, been an attorney for 12 years, started out in public defender's office, actually in London, moved up to Paris. We went from London to Paris. I'm very... Okay, <laughs> it's a good uh, metropolitan. What's the theory on that? We were talking about counties uh, earlier in Kentucky yeah. and why there's so many. What's the theory on why was Kentucky like they had no creativity in their naming? They're like, we're out of ideas. What's well, like? We got to go with Paris. Yeah. London or whatever. Versailles. Yeah, Versailles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the French influence, uh, Revolutionary right. Wars. So, there's, all right, I'll okay, accept hey, it. See, yeah, yeah I'll accept there's it. A, there's a site called Wikipedia. So no. Look <laughs> no. We're not here for a history lesson. <laughs> right, right. Not here for a history lesson. But, so, but no, and then you uh, went on to I was. I had, my own, I had my own practice. I had my own office I, I, in Paris. Um, and then I was a prosecutor, part-time prosecutor for Ooh, eight, eight years. Got a lot of friends doing that, huh? Yeah, <laughs> um, I was a prosecutor for eight years, and I prosecuted in four different counties. I was wow. in uh, um, Harrison County, Bourbon, Scott, Woodford, and um, then I was an assistant county attorney in Bourbon. So what I did as a prosecutor was all misdemeanors, felonies, and uh, dependency, neglect, and abuse on kids. Oh wow! Oh, so, that's deep. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. So that's uh, and then during that time, I also um, I led a group called. Um, Growing up safe, Bourbon County, uh-huh. which is uh, it's um, prosecutors' offices, police, social workers, um, children's advocacy centers to make sure that everyone who physically or sexually abuses a child is prosecuted and convicted. Boom! Take get with you. So that's that's what I did. I mean, um, yeah, I do drug court, but there's a story about how how I got got there because I'm a yeah yes I want to hear this I want to hear I'm a bona fide lawyer. I uh, I did a lot of civil work before I was I've represented planning and zoning commissions and cities and all this stuff. Um, I'm probably um, know more about planning and zoning law than anything else, believe it or not. So that's do you find kinda, it interesting? Though? I do. Okay, yeah, I love it. <laughs> so like you you read up on uh, there's some kind of controversy uh, about somebody wanting to build something or something like that. I would have represented one of the planning commissions. Okay. So that's what I've represented Harrison County and Bourbon County Planning Commissions. Okay. And uh, so if there was a controversy, I was right in the middle of it. You're showing up at the meetings. Yeah. And you're always there. Right. Telling awesome. the planning commission what to do. That's kind of, that kind of thing. Well, people can get pretty hot about land. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they kill each other over it. Right, yeah. right, right. right. Worst cases I ever had were border disputes or... Uh, Shared Ooh, driveways. Yeah, shared yeah. driveways are driveways. awful. I've, right? No. What are you yeah. doing in my? You're parked in front of my house. Why, what is your problem? Well, you didn't. You didn't uh, maintain your gravel. The gravel on this portion of the driveway. What do you? you oh know, we're gonna. Gosh. We're gonna shoot it out. You know that kind of stuff. They're like videotaping each other right on the board. They're like, yeah, look at this. They are. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> right. Right. We and, got. We got. I'm sorry. Yeah. Robin Jenkins, we got her. We got uh, Larry McCoy. Larry's got a big event coming. Oh, Amanda Daniels. Uh, Nic- oh, Nicole. I'm sorry, I, I get that. <laughs> um, I'm waiting on May Misty. Except Keith, uh, he does a lot of service work, man. Uh, he went through the uh, Men's Hope Center, man, and it's a true uh, blessing, miracle in the works. Uh, doing FCD works at FCDC. Uh, you know, brings a 12-step program into uh, the detention center, which uh, that's where I got my freedom. 
you know. Hmm. Um, I had Judge Clark, and I was like, hey, I need treatment. Can you help me? Uh, can you send me to the Hope Center on Loudon? Well, sure, after you complete the one inside the detention center. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh good man. Yeah. Uh, Jill Young, but, help us share this out, guys. Yeah, but at this point, I am a, I'm a general circuit judge, so I do criminal. I'm, I'm not an easy judge. Um, um, when it comes, I was prosecuted for eight years, right. so you gotta kind of have to know. And with me working with, um, well, it's funny you should addicts say in that. recovery for a while. Um, You've heard it all. Yeah, I know the manipulation. All right, yeah, yeah, but have you heard this one? This is kids' court. This is uh, this me. This is a problem that's been going on. This for is my a while. daughter. <laughs> Taylor, whenever she makes, I want to see how you rule. Okay. I'm not saying I don't appreciate it when she makes it for me, but whenever she makes ramen for anyone, including Lily, she takes all of the broth and puts it into her bowl and leaves none. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh -uh. That's just wrong. See? This is basically your driveway thing. Is it wet? Is it dry? It's like sticky and drying. Oh, yeah. No, that's a theft, That's not noodle. These are kind of the court cases I deal with on a day-to-day basis. I've got kids. I understand. (laughs) Can, Can... Yeah, and that's the thing, and I'm getting into it now. Jayla's been really jealous of Jasper. Jasper's 16 months old, and she's eight, so it's attention. So we got to be careful, you know, because she's still eight, and she needs this attention. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but you're like this fat little kid. Yeah, he's a fat little she's kid. Totally but real quick, so William Pefferman down there, in, hey, down there doing big things in the uh, facility he works at around Kenton County, baby. I ain't playing about it. All about it. Uh, you know, a felon, which uh, works inside the detention center now and, and doing great things, giving back, uh, showing this uh, blessing of recovery. So basically, drug court judges, and a lot of people don't know this, this is all volunteer time. Yep. And it's a lot of volunteer time. How does the family, the missus and the kids, I mean, because you're doing a lot uh, of volunteer work. Well, that's a, it's not a night. Right. So, but I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> I tell you, the campaign is a lot worse than drug court. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, goodness. I have to come on. He's on, like, I got to go in basements. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm coming out. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, um, the drug court stuff. I mean, I uh, everybody's really supportive of me doing that. Yeah. I mean, the girls don't really. My wife is extremely supportive of me doing drug court, um, and, and that's that's the whole reason I wanted to be a judge was to. To do drug court. Because, oh wow! Wow, yeah, no, it is because, um, well, um, that's that's really the only place that I, I really um, found any kind of any real meaning in in being a lawyer, okay, and being a prosecutor. So let me just t- tell this real quick, uh, and it's before I think the story you want to get to, but right. Um, so I went through a period where I was trying to build a practice, and I was all into business, and I entrepreneurship and all that stuff and making money and being yeah. successful and going out and networking and stuff. I was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. Good. <laughs> because I went to law school just to like be a part of community and help people and things like that. And get out there and when everything is focused on money, when you're worried, when you're when you're Whoa. helping somebody, when you're taking a case thinking, okay, um, not I'm gonna solve these people's problems, but Okay, if I take this case, I'll have my rent paid this month and my secretary and, you know. Right. You you put it down to dollars. I can't function that way. I just can't. My brain, my soul doesn't doesn't do well. So I uh, started looking for areas um, 
where I would feel better about what I was doing. And part of that is my my belief in God. Ooh, come on so with it. I know you like baby. me preaching. <laughs> <laughs> so to get oh okay. So I was in this uh, Bible study class one time. We were talking about the Lord's Prayer. So you think about um, everybody knows this from when they're a kid. You memorize it. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. You know, it's you say it real fast like that. If you break it down into its pieces, um, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. We're asking God to bring His kingdom to earth. Yes. So that his will will be done on earth yes. as it is in heaven. Yes. So our job is to do things on this earth that helps to bring God's will to earth. Yes. Which means peace and love and compassion and all those kinds of things. Right. So the more I started doing with that, the better I got. Yeah. Um, and the less time I had to do things that made money. Right, right. So and, and um, Blessings came, correct? Yeah. Um, one of the things I've always been, um, I was always interested in protecting children and people who couldn't protect themselves. So, um, people with handicaps, mental disabilities, that kind of thing. Wow. And you don't really think of a prosecutor doing that, but prosecutors are very powerful because they choose which cases come to court. Yeah, you're deciding. Which go to court, yeah. which ones get dismissed. Prosecutors are extremely powerful. Oh, I know. We were talking about TED Talk earlier. There's a really good yeah. one on on um, the power of the prosecutor in, in, in dealing with juveniles. but um, We'll have to look that up. Yeah. Um, public. He's a prosecutor from Philadelphia, I think. But um, the more I just started doing that, the, the more I got out of my work. So I was a assistant county attorney in Harrison County. I'm going to sit up a little bit. Sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah. If that chair's killing you, you, you rise above, Andrew. It doesn't matter. Rise above. Rise above. Put, bring the chair up. If that's more comfortable. No, I'm good. All right. Yeah, you're um, on a roll, baby. Let you know what the most uncomfortable chairs in the world? What's that? Those chairs at the judges' benches. <laughs> They're awful. We need to go in oh a courtroom. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Are they are they the old school like leather and wood? Yeah, the real yeah, tall those are, yeah, and, and padded, kind of squeak that, and Oh, move. they're awful. Yeah, you want a chair like this? I yeah yeah, but <laughs> no, they have to look important <laughs> apparently. So, um, okay, so what you're saying? I was in I was a prosecutor in in Harrison County, assistant county attorney there, when heroin hit. This is probably six years ago, six, Uh-oh. seven years ago or something. I think it hit real tough in 12 in, in Lexington. Yeah. Well, Lexington, I know. Well, that's about, I mean, yeah. tough it hit. And we had one guy who, was, who had been in court for a long time. He'd been off to prison. He came back, um, thought he was doing okay. They And police found him passed out in the Walmart parking lot in Cynthiana, and he had a syringe full of heroin in it. It's like, oh, wow. Where did he find heroin? Heroin's <laughs> like, like, you in know, Cincinnati. 1970s <laughs> New York. That's like Lou Reed and Velvet Underground yeah, stuff. Yeah, right, you know? right. Well, and, and what was the current, what was the current drug of choice at oh, that point? Oh, pills. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's pills. Yeah, purse, um, that kind of thing. Yeah, we, it was, it was straight pills. We didn't have, uh, Cynthia didn't have a lot of meth. There wasn't a right. lot of meth there. Um, well, after they kind of changed the recipe on the Oxycontins is when right. they, they started bringing the heroin in real deep. The, um, and um, and when it got more expensive and heroin got cheaper. Yeah. So people started, I was like, well, where do you get heroin at it? in Cincinnati? I don't I don't think it was a month later. We just started seeing heroin case after heroin case after heroin case. And then there was a bad batch that went through. And at one point, Her- Cynthiana or Harrison County was the third third or fourth largest i had the third or fourth 
amount, largest amount of, of overdose deaths in the state. Wow. Per capita. Wow. You take, if you take out Lexington, Louisville, Bowling Green, Northern Kentucky, then it was Harrison County. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's bad. So we were trying to figure out what to do, and the, the district judge up there um, started kind of micromanaging cases, saying, um, well, we're going to leave you out on bond, but this is how you're going to do your case. We're going to send you to treatment and all this stuff. And I had been in drug court, on drug court team in Scott County as assistant Commonwealth attorney. And I said, it sounds like you're doing drug court without all the help. <laughs> so we started a drug court over there. We started a misdemeanor drug court, which takes people before they get felonies. Basically, somebody comes in with a first-time possession, it's a felony. Right. We amend it down to a misdemeanor, so they don't have the felony on the record. Yeah, because that's a big one. It's, it's a huge especially one. if you're like you're just out there rolling around and you're not thinking what the impact a right. felony has on your future. Right. Yeah, the consequences behind it. Come on. And we put them through the whole program. After the first year, we were so so successful. We decided to use MATs too. So we were a Suboxone Vivitrol program from the start. We got hmm. a million dollar federal grant after Whoa. just one year. Oh wow! So it just kind of took off. Took off. Yeah. So. It was going over well. We had three times as many participants in the misdemeanor court as they did the felony court. It was just huge. We're really successful. And then we had our first um, we had our first graduating class, mm-hmm. and um, I think there were three that graduated that first round. And um, out of about how many? Uh, well, I mean, I can't. The the ones that started out, the first three that started out, they went. They pretty, went through. Yeah, they went through. Okay, I mean, they had sanctions and they had to go to rehab. I mean, right, them, but right, but they stuck they with graduated. it. Yeah. So, uh, about three days after graduated, one of the graduates um, just had a really bad issue come up in her life and and uh, went to Cincinnati and she overdosed and died. Mm-hmm. Uh, how and soon after? No, three, three, three days. And three she, days. And she had her. She had her kid in the car, one of them. Yeah. And um, so um, we went from a point where here I was trying to do God's work, and I knew exactly how to do it because we were experts. We were doing so good. <laughs> it was so successful and everything. And I was like, man, I you know, I can't. I, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Yeah. Apparently what I tried to do. I'm not an expert. Well, it certainly so. take all the wind out of your sail. It you, did. You got these things going on, and then boom, here's the reality is, right. th- is that this is still out there. And right. Well, but, I mean, we, we thought, you know, that was kind of my first experience. But at that point, I just knew that, okay, I'm going about this wrong. My my ego is getting in the way. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm getting arrogant you saw about that. this. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Good, good. And um, so I just stopped at that point. I would stop try to lecture people or tell people what to do, and I just started listening. Hey, oh, I and love I started, this guy. Yeah, I started right. listening to folks in our drug court program yeah. and our addicts. Started getting involved in more community groups. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, a lot of faith-based. We had uh, Tanya Adams, who who does Living Free Harrison County. Oh, yeah. She's, uh, We've she, had her on. Yeah. Okay. Have yeah. We, who? Tanya. Tanya. No, no, she's talking about, he's talking about Stop Her Tanya Adams, not Tanya Meek. <laughs> right, right. Tanya yeah. Meek, we've had Tanya on a few Throwing times. me off. They're okay, it's okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so Tanya Adams is a minister. Um, she's a, um, oh, shoot, I can't remember which denomination. They're, um, um. They handle snakes? No, they don't tongues. handle snakes. I didn't can, know. I, I didn't know. I, they, I've been to, you know, it's the same, same, same kind of church. Well, it's a, it's a, um, um, shoot, Tanya and Krista, 
Hampton are probably watching kicking me right now. But, but uh, let's see. Is anyone saying, guess the religion, but, guess the church? But no, like and you <laughs> said, you got involved and, and looked deeper into this because then that's what we talk about, the therapeutic value of one addict helping another. Right. Who can best understand what you're going through, this this thing in between your ears, right. you know, because the dope's just a substance. There's something going on up here. Right. I don't know how to live at the end of the day. Right. And you took time out to, to do some investigation. Well, and that's what, and still, you know, still, that's what I don't, I don't try to talk too much. I know a few things about how, um, at this point, I know how addiction works, how, how the spirals work. I know that. Right. Um, I know um, how people should go out and once they're, done with when, when they're in recovery for so long i know how to tell give them advice on how to go out in the world and do the things that they want to do right but that day-to-day dealing with that their own grind, recovery, baby huh that's i'm not in recovery the i don't bottom know. line is that you either seek that power right or you don't right let god in and win don't play about it be about it here we come well it, it's interesting <laughs> you know andrew and i have worked bitten talked with people who are very like i don't believe in god or, or things like that mm-hmm. And which I think is fine, but to, to me, it's like, I don't care what you believe in or don't believe in. It's like, this is the group that's really out there trying to help right? and trying to focus. Right. And it's like, these are the ones with their hand out in, that are willing to jump in with you. In a non-judgmental way. Yeah. That's, well, the, that's the key. Yeah. Non-judgmental, it be, yes. It yes. has to be non-judgmental. You cannot help an addict in a judgmental way. There's just no way because that just feeds a spiral, right? <laughs> right. Well, and, and from everything I've heard, when, when an addict comes across somebody who doesn't act that way, it's refreshing. First of all, it kind of surprises them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, we, we recorded a video uh, that'll come out that deals with that is just the surprise of having someone who man it's, takes it, a you know ooh. you've burned all your bridges and somebody right. finally gives you a chance back it yes. it, it makes a big difference it does. a real big but difference. it's hard and that, yeah and I asked some questions today with some people that had been through drug court uh, what you know when this judge when you're in front of this judge and they're praising you for doing what you should have been doing all along <laughs> which realizes what does that mean man I got some real it, it was like there's nothing like it uh, from from a few people, and hopefully they call in tonight. Do we have we any do, calls? yeah. Let me, I, I, as you say that, I have just been paying attention. Let me bring So sorry, guys, the one that's on the phone waiting. Hey. <laughs> it's Dallas' fault. Over. It is, it <laughs> is. Who, we got somebody on the line here? It's Jen Suits. Hey, how you doing, hon? I'm good, but I can barely hear you or the judge. I can hear Dallin really good, but oh, that's the like way he likes it. Attention seeking Dallin. No, let me fix it. Let me fix it. That is great feedback. I love the feedback. You guys Thank talk you. amongst yourselves. Wait so just a second, Jen. We're gonna start all over. Okay, no problem. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. So, so you were working today when I talked to you earlier, correct? I was. I was working out in the heat all day. I saw that. <laughs> now I saw you, that. Now you hear them beautifully, don't you? But, but you know, and that's the yeah. blessing. Okay. When I was at MD Electric, I loved that place, and I left on good terms. Uh, you know, just the blessing of just know that, that you're, you know, that you're employable today. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I put in 11 and a half hours today, but, you know, I, I do it without thinking twice because I'm just grateful to, to be employed and... Um, and be blessed in that way, you know, because I wasn't always right. Well, definitely not. You're out. You would have <laughs> stole the weed eaters, uh, loaded the flowers up, and sold them down the yeah. street. Come on now, <laughs> Ooh, ain't got to live like that today. Talk to me. 
No, I don't. And the great thing is um, I've been working this job since May, and right before I got this job, I went and got my certification to be a recovery specialist. Wow. Wow. Um, I just ended up being really happy with the company I'm at and didn't really pursue um, that career just quite yet. Well, we're on God's uh, time, right? What's that? We're on God's time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and I believe he put me where I'm at right now to grow. Yeah. As you know, not only just as an employee, but, um, you know, I was relied upon. And, and in return, you know, they, I don't know, it was just, it's just an amazing experience to be where I was at. But um, I sent my resume out to one company um, here in Indianapolis, uh, Community Outreach Network, and um, they called me back like the next day and starting on October 1st, I will be an employed certified recovery specialist. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty cool when you get a job in the field that you've been, uh, wanting and working towards right. versus just right. surviving. Well, so, I think congrats. a lot of times, cause we want to give back. I mean, we want to give back so bad because we were the real deal, you know, that that dope fiend junkie, that alcoholic that couldn't stop no matter what. No power of choice. We lost that. Uh, we don't have the power of choice. And to be where you're at, yeah, I mean, you, you, it's just what, you know, God-given. you got to give that away. Okay, for sure. I mean, I, I am blessed in so many ways. And, um, you know, I when I first got the job, I didn't post it right away because I wanted to pray on it and, yes. and really um, feel that that's where God wanted me to be. And in return, you know, he answered a lot of my questions, you know, like, should I move on or should I be, you know, should I stay where I'm at? Because my bosses do rely on me. And, you know, I had the owner tell me this morning, you know, I'm upset that you're leaving because you could have been <laughs> anything you wanted to be in my company. Wow. I've never heard that before. <laughs> you know what I mean? I barely even made it to a 60-day evaluation before. Usually don't come back on the property. You're fired. Right. <laughs> you know, we'll arrest you. Can I get an advance? Right. Can I? Right, right. Do, do have you uh, ever had an experience? I know you have with with judges. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm abs- uh, <clears throat> in 2000. The end of 2016 into 2017. Within seven months, I was arrested in five counties. Oh wow! And that last county kept me for seven months, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, um, good. You know, I'm still, because I did get in trouble in so many counties so quickly, I'm still dealing with, you know, the the repercussions of yeah, that. I just finished one year on probation in one county, and I'm awaiting to start the other county, wow. uh, another year probation. And then also I have another open case still that I went um, to court in December, and um, they were wanting to put me on house arrest and hmm. uh, for a year and then probation for a year. But by the time I made it to court from September of ninth or September nineteenth last year, so it's a year today I've been out of jail um, until November, so just you know two or three months. Um, I had been doing so well and been so involved with the community and in my recovery. Instead of putting me on house arrest, they just told me to stay out of trouble for a year, and they would drop sure. my possession charge. Well, Judge wow. Judge Privet isn't, and I said Privet Privet. Is that something you would be looking at? I mean, when, if you're one of these counties that still has something open and you're like, oh, this person is kind of, they're on the right path. I don't know. How do you look at that? You've got Again, something we talked open. about the power of the prosecutor. Yeah. This prosecutor. So it'd be more like the prosecutor is the one you'd be. If I, when I was a prosecutor, I would definitely be looking at that stuff. You know, because my, I, I think I got to the point where um, you want to, as a prosecutor, you want to protect 
the community, right? Right. So you're looking at recidivism. Recidivism. That's a big I word. I mean, if you want to, <laughs> it means you do it over and over again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. The, um, it's good. The, uh, but when you're looking at recidivism, I mean, the one way to help with recidivism is help help the addict get into recovery. So yeah, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would do if 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 I were the prosecutor. Now, what happens when you got this big criminal jacket as, as an adult? All you're doing. I was told in Shelbyville, Judge Dutton. I finally made. I've been in every county you can think of uh, arrested. My thing was, I, you which, know, which I would tell people if you're gonna go on a crime spree, find a state with less counties in it. Right. I mean, you just. <laughs> Or, or or just stick to one area because right. you're going to get in trouble. It gets so complicated mm-hmm. in Kentucky. Just yeah. just a bit of advice. Yeah, well, well, yeah, I'm in Indiana, and it's the same way here. I mean, if um, you know, I, like I said, I had five counties. One of them just got dropped because I gave them my bond money when I got out. It was just a driving while suspended. But the other ones, you know, they you have to go through I, and decide wow. which ones be first. You know, are you going to? Is it going to be, you know, can you run your probation together or do you have to wait till this is over? And it was a huge mess. I sat in jail for seven months just wondering what was going to happen. I fully expected to leave jail and be put on house arrest. And that didn't happen. But, you know, when I got out, like I said, I just hit the ground running and I did what was best for me and my son. I had, you know, my DCS case was over in three months um, and, and it paid off. And, you know, and that's the promise I had to make to myself, you know, not only to the law, but to myself just to keep doing what was right. 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 Keep, to, you know, putting the next or putting my foot in front of the other and just moving one step at a time. And it's, it's gotten me so far. I have, I have made more progress in the last 12 months than I have in 35 years of life. Wow. Awesome. Now, when you were locked up, was there any kind of program inside this, uh, detention center jail, uh, where you were at? Oh, yeah, and I took full advantage of any betterment program that right, they offered. Right, right. Um, they uh, had Celebrate Recovery on the inside, CRI. Wow. Um, that was, you know, that was that's still my the program that's in my heart today. You know, awesome. it, it saved life. And then, you know, in the process, I found God, and I Ooh. started, you know, going to church every Sunday, and they had a Bible study class called Out of the Darkness, which was perfect. <laughs> And um, then they also offered AA, uh, AA meetings. So I, every single week, took advantage of every single Betterment program. Um, and then I was actually transferred to another county for two weeks for a court date. And in that county, they offer, oh, there's a section of the jail called um, Hope Hall for women. And it's, you know, for women that don't have really serious charges, but they feel like that they can rehabilitate to be reentered into society. And within two weeks of being there, I, I came back to the jail that I was in with three certificates of just classes that I had finished while I was there. Right. And, um, you know, the ladies that come into the jail and facilitated the CRI classes and the AA classes, um, you know, one of them ended up being my sponsor. One of, one, of, one of them ended up being my mentor. I still am in close contact with both ladies, right. um, if not daily, then weekly. Um, yeah, I, I definitely am grateful for the jails providing that because, you know, some of the girls just go to get out of the pod, you know. And oh, then definitely. Girls... Well, yeah, I'm gonna, I need some coffee, so get uh, Susie to <laughs> bring some coffee and we'll exchange it, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Hey Jen, uh, let me ask you a question. Um, 
Had you ever spent any significant amount of time in jail before that? I had not. My longest okay. time was maybe 10 years prior. I think I did a month or a month and a half. Okay. Um, however, I do live in Indianapolis, and it is a big city, and the jail here is always overcrowded. So they, you know, I've been arrested close to 36, or 35 or 36 times. So you're, um, you were doing a full year, or you were doing, you said you did like 10 months? I did seven months. Seven months, um, okay. This county that I was, it was a smaller county. Uh, you know, one of those, either you're paying a 1000 or 2000 to get out, or you're staying. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have that kind of money, so I stayed. And, you know, and I'm glad I did. Um, so was it just, was it the amount of time that you got, that the amount of time that you were sitting in there that, that you think kind of, what, what made you decide that this was the time to change? The first three weeks were really hard when I realized I wasn't going anywhere. And then once <laughs> I gave into that, it didn't matter how much time after that, like within the, I'd say within four to eight weeks after being there, that's when I woke up and I realized where I was at and waking up without my son every day was the first light bulb to go off. And then I began, I was handed this little book and it was, it was called 40 days with Jesus. And I started that book and I, the darkness started to lift. I began to pray. I began to, I bunked myself for about two months and read my Bible and prayed. And in return, you know, God just started blessing me. I was able to minister to women that were in jail with me. And never in my life would I ever, you know, be able to say, oh, you're going through this. Well, here's some scripture. Let's talk about it. And, and, and just that closeness that I grew with God within the first few months is what made me really wake up and say, okay, this is going to be the new you. You know, you're being basically born again because the person I was when I went to jail was horrible. Oh, yeah. And, well, and, it sounds like you were running a lot, and, and uh, it sounds like with a lot of people, jail or prison can be a nice break from Well, and, and it is. And actually, when I would, and, and you can probably relate to this, cause it was like, uh, you know, like some, not freedom, of course, because you're being locked up, but, you know, all that running, we're wore out, we haven't bathed, yeah. and it's all about the dope. It was like, oh, good, I'm caught. Well, yeah. You know, let's go lay it down. Go, go sit in the corner right, and think. Right, Yeah. Um. I think that's I think that that's uh, awesome to hear that those are the things that change. I I know a lot of times people want to say, well, we've got too many. Well, and I do. I I don't know the answer. It does feel like there's too many people in jail when you look at a per capita on it. I don't know if there's smarter ways to do things, but there's so many people that we've talked with that they've said, the best thing that happened to me was I got locked mm-hmm. up. Right. It, it's, well, you it's, learn that the only person can change your situation is you. And, like, again, you know, you either have the choice to seek that power greater than yourself or you don't. And, right. and that's what we do. Uh, you have a page. Tell them about your page. Everybody go check it out one time, one time. Uh, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's... it's I'm I'm trying to make it more of a support group than I am a page because I don't want... Um, I don't want to put myself out there quite yet. Look at me, look at me, pretty bird, pretty bird. Doing. I want to be able to help people in the process. So right. I've made, it in, I've made it a group. Um, unfortunately, there ain't as many active members as I want. 
but you know it takes time um i you know in recovery you get people that aren't always honest and they're you Ooh, know you think out in it for themselves and right that's right not, that's definitely not what i'm trying to do um, but we got to be careful really, with that too me. he's the only admin on my on my group he he is amazing he's wonderful um I just want people to know that they aren't alone. I want people to know that there are many of us out here that still do care. That's and, right. you know, I, I just want, I want to be out here in the front line of this war doing what I can, even if it's helping one person at a time, just feel better one moment at a time. Awesome. Amen. Thank Willingness. you for calling in, Jen. Thank you, Jen. Love you, girl. We'll talk to you Thank later. Thank you. Love you, too. All right, bye. And you know what it is time for? Is it shout-out time? You got some shout-outs out, Judge? It's time for shout-outs. Shout-outs. It's a shout-out time. supposed to be prepared for shout-outs? Oh, yeah. You got to be ready. Hi, and how you uh, doing? Seth Key still on the mic. Love you, boy. Uh, Philip Wise can't know hi, yo. I, I missed, oh, I missed the comment. Somebody Jill Young. Made, <laughs> somebody made a comment in there about they're somewhere where there's parishes and not counties, uh, and I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, Whoever you were, gosh. I read it. Journey Church for sales, baby, huh? Sales, Kentucky, Randy Nation in the house. Everybody welcome at Journey, no doubt about it. Blue jeans, T-shirt, suits, you name it. Come on down and enjoy yourself. Let Jesus in and win. Come on. Ian, Ian makes a comment. He says, yeah, but also going to jail, you also come home with more con- connections and more a more seasoned criminal. That depends on where you're at in life. If you want to keep going to jail, well, yeah, get you some new plugs. Get you some <laughs> new uh, get you some new tools to break the law. That's on you, I've baby. I've always wondered that. Like, like I, I don't know. I haven't been yeah, in jail gonna, or prison. I'm going to go to jail and get 30 Part days. of me is like, are you just thinking of like, all right, I've got a great idea here. Well, I used to think, hey, I y'all, and I would try to commit misdemeanors because I was like, well, you know, the most they'll give me is you know, 30 days for a little shoplifting gig, and then I'm a habitual offender, so those 30 turned into t- months, and then to 12 months and years, and I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> not that good. Anyway. It, it, it's tough. I don't know the answer. You know, it's like everyone is, and that's where I guess a judge comes in. Is mm-hmm. May Misty that, that in there? Is, I, I, me, I'll throw this one out there. I've never been a fan of mandatory um, things that tie a judge's hands. Oh, I'm not either. I like the idea of being able to say, this is the situation, and right. I'm here. A lot of times when people get upset in, on social media or something about a judge's ruling is when you dive into it, you didn't really hear everything. Right. You, you heard a flavor of it's it. It's incredibly complex, right? It, it is. Yeah. It's, I've never sat through a full trial or something oh. like that, and there's just so much there going on with yes. it. So anyway, I just say that to say I, I think a judge is very important in in the way... See, in Kentucky, yeah. we're, we're pretty uh, – we don't have a lot of mandatory minimums, that kind of thing. We have professed, uh, persistent felony offender laws, which yes. which increases the amount of time someone's able to do, but that doesn't have anything to do with uh, um, technically with probation or anything like that. It's just a matter of – It's a, it's a it ploy, a, isn't it? It's a take, take, it can take a D felony to a C felony, so instead yes. of 1 to 5, you're doing 5 to 10. Mm-hmm. But what I've always seen that used for is – a is a, a way to get people to plead guilty. So, yes, that's what I meant. Well, uh, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. We, PFO uh, one. What do you mean, ten take, years? Hey, take your we? five years, or we're taking it to trial and we're asking yeah. for ten. Well, you know, I actually went that's to trial. Dawning. I've been. In, I went to trial in uh, two thousand. Uh, actually, thirteen. It's, it happened in twelve, and uh, you know, PFO one. Hmm. Uh, real scary, man. Real scary. 
you know mm -hmm. and like you were talking about the young lady that successfully completed but then went back out you know and, and lost her life to this disease of addiction um you know and i and i thought for sure i got time to think about this officer that uh, had poked himself with a syringe because i didn't know you know if i had aids if i had mm -hmm. hip and you know and i had time to think about his family his children you know his wife so forth and so on and I, and i really thought that was enough pain but i didn't I didn't jump into my recovery after I got out like I was supposed to. Mm -hmm. So, so you know, I didn't seek God. So what happens? I, wa I was fortunate enough to land back in jail, you know, mm. and do it again, you know. And it's crazy, you know, the stuff we'll put ourselves through. I'm trying to break a cycle today. Do we have a caller, sir? We do. Look at you, like I a pro. <laughs> like a pro. Look at him. Man. Are you guys proud of Andrew? Hill? I want somebody that's been to drug court, been through drug court, kicked out of drug court, completed drug hmm. court. Come on, baby. It's got to be somebody Woo! out there, right? Who's done the full gamut. Uh, caller, you're on with a couple of people in a basement in Kentucky. Who are we talking with? Hello? Hello. Yes, you're on. Who's this? Hey, it's May. Mickey May. Yes, good. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am a big drug court fan. Okay. Yes. Why? Drug court saved my life. All right. Thir all right. Almost 13 years ago. Oh, wow. And today I am still sober, and I have um, applied Drug court was the structure. Drug court was the responsibility, the accountability. Yes. When I was hopeless, homeless, and broken that I had to have to become a productive member of society again because I didn't even know where to start. And um, I went into the program, and there was a, a judge that believed in me. There was a group of volunteers, professional volunteers, that believed in me. Hmm. And gave me gave me that hope when I was hopeless, and um, um, loved me. Um, that was the big thing. But they held me accountable, and uh, the structure was so important because um, I had lived, you know, all these years as an addict. All I knew was to get high. I didn't know how to show up on time for anything. I didn't know how to how to have any responsibility anymore. I mean, I was completely um, at rock bottom. Right. And um, when I come in there and um, I seen that someone believed in me, um, the judge, you said, the judge is one of the most important there because if mm -hmm. we don't have them, we don't have drug court. You okay. know, no, and, no. Um, I'm sorry, May. I, I wanted you guys to do some role play. So May's in your drug court. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing. Here's the thing about what what may have changed since May was in drug court and and, and now is that. We um, we spend a lot more time in court with the participants. So, May, if you were in my drug court, first thing I would do is let me let me ask you this: or Would you be compliant if if with drug court if you came into my drug court? Most definitely. Okay. So the first thing first thing I would do I was I, I would have you come up to the bench and I would shake your hand. Uh, and that's that's. And do you know how much that would mean? I, I know. Because I, do you know wow. how many people won't shake your hand? I know. Right. <laughs> that we're in. I do. Um. And and that's why I tell the wow. folks in in our drug court is, yeah, it's not because I like you. It's because research shows that it's uh that it's effective. It is because I like them too. <laughs> but you can I can always tell them I always tell them you can tell if you're in trouble whether I shake your hand or not. 
Right. Don't right. shake your hand. You better watch out. We got oh, some beef. We got some trouble. Or, or you got a cold, and I don't want to touch it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but um, what what I do, I don't know. You said, what what county were you in when you are in drug court? In Adair County. Okay. Columbia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I graduated in 2007. Wow. Okay. Well, congratulations. Yes, Definitely. The, Thank um, you, sir. What we spend a lot of time just getting to know each other. Uh, well, uh, me getting to know the participant, knowing about their families, their jobs, things like that, and we just talk about stuff. I don't try to get too in depth into into what they're. I ask him what they're doing for the recovery, and I ask them um, what um, what's working for them, what's not working for them, if there's any stressors, that kind of thing. But most of the time, I'm there to listen. You know. So, so somebody comes you know, in. One and, thing I well, loved is when I come in, they knew me. You know, they right. knew what I had done, and they didn't judge me. They accepted right. it. They right. knew I was that criminal, that drug addict. You know, they knew I needed help when I walked in there. It was like they personally knew me. <laughs> I've and got. They wanted to get know right. to know more about me. I've got a guy in one of my drug courts right now who, um, as a prosecutor, I sent to prison for eight years. Wow. And so he's back out. And he was scared to death of me. <laughs> yeah. When I first came in, that'd be an awkward uh, meeting. Yeah. And I was like, you know, <laughs> it's like you're you're not on drugs anymore. You know, <laughs> so, right? right. What's the problem? <laughs> you know, that's why I keep telling people. It's like, you know, all oh, those drug those drug court people they're hanging out at the courthouse after <laughs> after drug court. I was like, okay, first of all, you know, the drug court folks they're not on drugs, right? Because we just tested them all. We know they're not using drugs. Um, they're they're not going to steal from you, lie from you, or lie to you. And um, you know, uh, if you have to have a group of folks staying hanging yes. outside of court, yes. smoking cigarettes because you know they're all smoking cigarettes. Man, <laughs> yeah. right? so, Man. trying to work. On it's that. okay. Yeah. Yeah. And but, you know, guys, today I, I have to share this. Um, I applied for a drug court position. Yeah. And I got a I got caught with the interview today. What? Uh, Congratulations. Ooh. Wow. Congratulations. Wow. I did. And and it, it it's as a case manager, which I don't oh, have a yeah. degree. Right. But where I finished drug court and I've successfully successfully stayed sober, I have a chance wow. at a job that yeah. oh my is amazing. Gosh. Yes. Congratulations. Have you been working yes. in have you been working in recovery? I mean, have you worked been working with other people? Since you've been, yes, sir. I am a I'm a peer support specialist in go. the substance abuse program, and um, I work at a at a outpatient clinic. And um, we've really been reaching out into the community, and I get to sit on the drug court team. Wow, I'm here in my hometown. Yes, and uh, it's kind of it, it's awesome sitting on the other side. I get emotional sometimes yeah. because I I put myself I have the empathy. You know, I Aww. put myself in their shoes and. Um, but it, it, oh, it, it's a blessing. And, and, uh, um, the, the thing is, I mean, you feel for them, too. You can feel that empathy. But at the same time, I think um, people in recovery, and especially people who come through drug court, are the best ones at the manipulation. Help it, yeah, because you can, you know, you know the stories, <laughs> man, right? Quit trying to play me, man. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just be honest, that's bro. Like a, that, you know, that's like when you have them, they missed test, or I couldn't have a ride, or whatever. Right. I know when what? I was in drug court, I had to be there. Yes. If I didn't have a ride, I was walking. Yes. But I was going to yeah. be there because I didn't want the consequences. Yeah. Hey, and then if I lied to them and they knew I lied to them, oh, I was going to get a few more days on it. That's right. <laughs> yes. Well, and then recovery so, uh, teaches you, you know, even you know, that we can't lie because even if no one finds out, we know. You know, it's just like you. Exactly. Right. Mate, uh, are you yes. still are you still down in Adair County? Yes, sir. You're on the drug yes, court team sir. down there? 
Yes. So do you know yes, Virginia? Do you know Virginia Phelps from Public Defender's Office? Yes. Uh, I, one of my best best friends from law school. Wow. So awesome. Yeah. yeah so yes, um, tell Virginia I said hello. I sure will. I sure will. And listen, thanks, thanks for everything. You know, I like to thank everybody on the drug court team because it, it, it's um, you have to have the heart for it. You know, you have to have to care about these people. And and there's a lot of time that goes in it. And um, I'm thankful for it because right. I know it works. And uh, if you work it and um, I, I thank you, I, I do. I thank everybody out there that participates and volunteers their time to help us. And um, I'm I'm the worker that I am today. I'm the mother I am today. I'm the citizen that I am today. And it all started with drug court giving me a chance right. and leading the way. And for that, I'm 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 very thankful. Gosh, that's totally that's, you're the person I, I, I want to have helping yeah. out in all there. Right, yeah, right, definitely. Yeah. That's somebody with some yeah. passion. I. You know what? I have to say, these drug court nights, we've the couple we've done talking yeah, about it, it's my it, favorite. Man. Well, and, and like May it. said, you know, Danielle Sanders, I love her, man. I mean, yeah, just, yeah. and she's tough as nails when you get started. She's <laughs> looking at you and you're scared to death. She's worse than a prosecutor. She's like a prosecutor. Yeah. All she's got to do you is say the word and it's Thunderbird. You out of here. Yeah. Somebody to be tough on you. Yeah, you, that's you've right. got to have that. Gotta have somebody to be tough and be real with you. That's right. And um, uh, so, how did you feel? Like, okay, you turn in, uh, and when the judge says, "What? What's the most profound thing the judge has said to you?" That just was like, "Wow," you know. And you said, "Oh, wow! I believe in me." Um, first of all, just just saying they believe in me. Boom. Um, the day that I walked in. Uh, the judge looked at me. I had there wasn't a place on my face you could touch. I'm surprised that I've even seen your before pictures. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, you know, there's a better life for you, and we're going to get you help. That's exactly Ooh. what he said to me. Yes. And you know that that touched me. I mean, yeah. it did because when somebody else believes in you, when you don't even believe in yourself, right? And uh, so that that gave me. That gave me that little light under my butt that I can I can do this. And you know, when I graduated, um, and they uh, they told me they said, you know, we never thought, to be honest with you, that she would make it through it right. because I was in that bad of shape. And it, it was good to hear that at the end. You know, they would have mm-hmm. never told me that. Right. But at the end, when yeah, they gave it to me, it. it was like such an accomplishment <laughs> because yeah. they didn't think I could do it, and I did it. Right. You know, they never told me they didn't think I could, but um, they stood by me all along. But Amen. that was a that was a huge accomplishment for me, Amen. and uh, I I'm forever thankful. We're thankful, and for, thankful you. for everybody that's on the team. Yeah, you're truly a blessing, May. Uh, just what you bring to the table today, uh, and and again, you know, back to that that therapeutic value of one addict, one alcoholic helping another man, and uh, that's what you bring. And nobody can understand what I'm going through, like. Uh, you know, a fellow addict in recovery. Uh, we have know. to be light in the dark world. Woo, talk. Oh, say Darn it again. It. Say <laughs> it again, child. Amen. <laughs> Come on. Most definitely. We yes. do. Oh. Woo, Lord. <laughs> but no, man, and I, and I really appreciate you, uh, what you're doing, man, and uh, and definitely going to send prayers up. Hope you get the job because who better to do it? Yeah, than yeah. Oh, you're going to get it. I can already tell. You can. I mean, you're. That phone call. Just oh, yeah. That phone call done something amazing for me, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's what I try sweet. to tell the people I work with. You know, you can never dream too big. 
You can't. Set them goals. Dream. Work till you reach them. Because did I ever think I would get a phone call from direct court that I could work for them? No. So, you know, that's huge. Right. So, yeah, one day I'm going to be a a drug drug court employee because that's where my heart is. That's what saved my life. That's right. Amazing. Thank you for calling in tonight. Love you, Mike. You've made it awesome. Y'all have a great night. I love you all. We love you. We do recover. (laughs) Thank you, babe. Love you. Tell Jermaine how. Thank you, hon. So, uh, Brian, yo, what's happening with you, baby? <laughs> I'm enjoying these calls. Uh, I, I like talking awesome. to the calls. Awesome? The calls are fun. Yeah, yeah no, it, I like hello. talking to people. Oh, no. <laughs> who we got? Hello. Hello. Yes. yes, you're on. You're on. Who are we talking with? Okay, can you hear me? Oh yes. yes. Am I talking to Andrew? No. This is <laughs> Bill W. Okay, this is Mandy. Andrew asked me to call in. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. I'm just trying to figure out why you asked me to call into the show. Um, I, yeah, I mean, well. You well, know, you tell my story and all that. I was like, what? No, no, no. Uh, we have a guest tonight. This is the Honorable Judge Privet. Um, yeah, we're talking about drug court and everything. Dallin's awesome. Oh, I've never been through drug court. <laughs> you I haven't. I don't know how that is. <laughs> well, I don't think I want to ever be in it. Right, right. <laughs> now, how are you? How's your sobriety going right now at this time? I uh, not good. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. Not good. We're good. I'm glad you're not lying. Um, uh, and and you know what happens? We it gets so it spirals so out of control. Next thing you know, we're in front of a judge. If we're fortunate, I know. and not at the graveyard in front of uh, yeah. That's true. You I know? know. That's true. So what's the challenge going on right now? Uh, what do you mean by that? Uh, I, I, I guess what's, uh, I don't know. You know, what would you ask, Judge? You're sitting there, somebody's come in, and I guess, do you even make so, it to judge to drug court if you're not interested in it? No. Yeah, you got to make that first step. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff you have to get through first. Absolutely. So it's, is it Mandy? Is that right? <laughs> yes, Mandy. Or, yeah. Mandy. So, Mandy, are you... Are you I mean, the thing that I would ask is, are you? What are you wanting to do? Are you ready to get? Are you ready to get sober at this point, or, or, or are you in a position that you want to do that? I'm trying to do it on my own right now because I've got okay. a lot of family stuff coming do you know up what, do you that know I have what, to be okay. there for. Do you know what you can? You know what you can't do it on your own. You know what you did on your, the only thing you can do on your own is, is to stay addicted to drugs. That's it. You got to have help. You have to give up to help somebody. It's it's not going to be just you. You know that? Yeah. yeah, I mean, and there's no place here in Arkansas really worth going that's going to help you. Oh, there uh. is. <laughs> you just got to give up and go. Every place I've called around here, they don't keep you long enough, and and then it looks like so a jail pretty how, much. How long do you need? What do you need? What do you need to get clean? What do you I need would to need stop more using? than what they say, 10 to 30 days. Yeah, probably, but, you know, there's other resources out there. Do you go to church? I'm trying to find a church right now, as a matter of fact, okay. that actually preaches the Bible, that doesn't, you know, talk about their family and right. their money. And Not man's religion. The okay, there, religion. Are, there are groups. There's uh, Celebrate Recovery is a great one that's out there. Assemblies of God, by the way. that's the It's Pentecostal, Assemblies of God. That's what I couldn't remember before. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, um, but, Mandy, you... Uh, You've got to, uh, I mean, when you're ready, there's help out there. You just got to find it. And I, the easiest way to find it 
is is go through a church because there are a lot of faith based groups out there that uh, that can help you. That um, you. Um, I've never thought about asking anybody in a church. Uh, go there first. <laughs> go there first. There's everything in church is free. There's a lot of yeah, faith based. That's true. A lot of faith based recovery that that would be free. We don't even have to have insurance or anything. I know there's a. Well, there's, I went to a faith based recovery at first place, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't give me my psych meds at all. They didn't believe okay. in any medication, and I have to stay on my psych meds. Yeah. So you got other issues going on. Yes. Yeah. Well, they call mine a dual diagnosis. Yeah. 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 Well, I tell you what, you will you will not find any other you will not find any more help than you will in a church if you find a good one. Okay. Okay, I will call my preacher tomorrow, my old preacher, and ask him if he knows any places. What time is it in Arkansas right now? Right now it is seven fifty six. I text Andrew and ask him eight o'clock your time or Arkansas time because y'all are ahead an hour. Y'all are ahead an hour of us. We are. You may want to call your preacher. So I'm right at the end of the show. I've missed it. Yeah, this is yeah. prime preacher time. Well, I'm in special ed, so I don't get tell time. So Mm-mm. yeah, Arkansas is one hour behind y'all. Okay. You know that that's a good point that you bring out is that there are these communities. Like when you meet with the community, it involves preachers, mm-hmm. and uh, it yeah. involves police officers and mm-hmm. other things like that. And it's when uh, Mandy, I'd say when when I hear Andrew talking with somebody or when people are looking for help out there, Andrew doesn't have all the answers. Definitely not. But when somebody comes to him and says, I'm looking for something, I know he's gone to, if somebody is a female and he doesn't have a a female resource, he calls somebody who he knows Mm -hmm. who has that. And so I think that's the the point that that they're, they're making is that, it does. It begins with you, but the huge part right. of it is just saying that you, you need help. And then when somebody offers it, not coming up with reasons why right, not to do right. it. And like you know, uh, Brian Touchstone. Can I call you Brian right now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, like Brian Touchstone. You know, you do need help. And I know that Roy reach out. I know Nicole reach out to you, and even Danielle reach out. Uh, you know, and offering. Uh, uh, different solutions for you. Yeah, I know. Roy said he was supposed to call you, Andrew, and tell you my situation. Why? And Roy agrees. I cannot go into a facility right at this moment. Right. Well, I think, like you said, you're dual, uh, but there's facilities that, that specialize so in So I'm trying to do it on my own. I've and been for like, almost a week now. <laughs> okay, a hot week. But, but like I said, if Dual diagnosis, you definitely can't do it on your own. You're going to need I your, know. So, I mean, you... Whoever you're getting your meds from, go go. That's a start. Um, go to a church. That's a start. Yeah. Find a good one. You know. Yeah. Get a start um, a support group. Quit quit isolating. Yeah, that's what you know. You talking okay. to these, talking to folks on the phone and on Facebook and stuff is one thing, but go find a group in here. Yeah, go find a group in here. Yeah, there's a difference when you get in the courtroom hey, I got one with thing somebody. To say yeah. to y'all though, mm-hmm. I have mad respect for Andrew Hager. Oh, thank I respect you, him. I love him to death. and never even met you. But I look up to you, and I always check your page every day to see Aww. what's new. Thank you, And sweetheart. I thank you for my shirt. You're welcome, sweetie. You're, I will be supporting Andrew Hager in Arkansas. <laughs> well, well, thank you, sweetie. And, and it's not nothing to do with me. It's unity in this thing. Uh, you know, it's I know, a team effort. No, but I have effort. respect for what you've done well, well, for thank, people that Thank like you us. so much, sweetheart. Thank you, you. You believe that we can get help. And a lot of cops and a lot of people 
they don't believe that we can be helped. No, no, we that's can if we have the right help. Right now, I'm you know my best friend's a deputy sheriff out of Boone County, and I've seen him do a lot of work. There'll be a video about well, that. Well, I'm just talking about Arkansas cops. They don't care okay. about people down there. <laughs> okay, all right, sweetie. Uh, give them a chance, maybe you know, uh, just a kind I've word. Tried. I don't have no respect for any of them here. Okay, <laughs> we got to work on that, but you know, because that's some freedom, some some forgiveness, some love. Brian touched on it earlier. You know, there's a lot of freedom and forgiveness. Oh, uh, huge. Yeah. Woo, talk to me, baby. Huge. When huh? me, I'll tell uh, you. I love it when you say that, Andrew. <laughs> oh, oh, don't get yeah, me started. Let me you say, let's turn Jesus up. Oh, we're going to turn him all the way up right through here, huh? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it, but I have a question, Andrew. I wanted to ask you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Was you really, really messed up when you got that tattoo on your head? Yeah, I was. I was pretty. Because I was about to say that had to be the most excruciating pain. It was really not fun, actually. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I said, uh, I bet he had to be drunk or really messed up. <laughs> it was definitely an active addiction, um, you know. But but listen, Mandy, uh, get some help. Like I said, you know, just reach out and uh, see what we can do. I see Nicole's down okay. close to you, and Nicole's a strong female and and could. And, yeah, you know, she's from my area. She's yeah. friends with a lot of. I know her sister Michelle. Yeah, we've talked yeah, with. I love Nicole. We've talked with real, people. Yeah, we've been talking back and forth. Cleaning. Right. Because well, we, Nicole lives in Arkansas too. She's in Little Rock now. She used to live in Hot Springs right, with me, right. but well, now she, she moved to Little Rock. She can sure uh, get you on the right path. That path is narrow, but man, it's a fun path when you get in there, huh? Yes. Get out of self. Yes. We're gonna okay. live today. Thank Thanks you. for calling Thank in. You. We'll talk Thank to you, you later. And so one of the things that I mean, she mentioned was the the police and and you know this that we've got in my circuit we have two departments who have started angel programs. Yes. So yes. that's that's where the police. If you uh, in Georgetown Police Department in Versailles, if you um, are an addict and you want help, you approach a police officer and say, "I'm I'm an addict and I want help." Really? Yeah. They Pretty take awesome, you to the police dude. station. Oh, I like that. They have a victim's advocate who will make sure you have um, either a medical card or something, and they will get you a bed in rehab. Yeah. The police will drive you to uh, detox if you need to detox yeah. first. Pretty awesome. How, how long has this been going on? Uh, Georgetown is just, yeah. just over a, and maybe a I year. I think for sales, for not sales even a year yet, just right? Just started. Yeah, yeah, it's just brand new. But, but, but uh, no, that's awesome. Nice. But it's just a different change. I mean, it's not every every. It's it's just like the rest of of uh, our communities. There's some people that are that have have decided to come over and help, and some people that are right. not accepting of it yet. Right. Yeah, right. Right. yeah. But those well, two police those two police forces are, are doing a great job. Mm. Of that well, and, and and police are just like you know they're human like individuals. <laughs> you know because I was uh, job security out here doing what I did, <laughs> and and you know and I've had some that talk crazy to me, and I never you know and. And I knew better, you know. I mean, I mean, I was breaking the law. Period. I was smart sure. enough to know that. But just what uh, the officers that I encountered today, man, are, are yeah, just you know, amazing. Yeah, and exactly. I'm willing to help. Now I'm not saying all, and again, mm -hmm. because you know everybody's not going to like you, and you're not going to like everybody. It's department from de department. It's officer to officer. Yes. I mean, it's just yeah. Indeed. Well, I don't know why we expect everyone to be the same. Huh? Like Talk uh, to when me. when when we go to a restaurant over here and a restaurant over there, wow. One of the waiters wasn't the same. Yeah, right. you know, their nerves. attitude right. was a little different. Yeah, I didn't like right. the guy. But I would say that for the most <laughs> part, you're getting the training. And my dad was a reserve cop. Right. And it's it's 
It's, it's a tough one. I, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want that job, but I love everyone who does. Yeah. So, and how can you not love Teddy, right? Uh, Teddy's my guy. Guess who's on? Who's on? Guess who's back? Uh, uh. This, this song is, Uh-oh. I think this song Uh-oh. is Don't more, is more Don't her. Is Roll more it her. out. Roll it out. Uh, uh, Brian, how much time do you have? I don't want to keep you long if we're... Uh, I, no, we're good. I, I, I'm good. You got to sign the wall too because you you've leave. got Tempe. Tempe Lira. Tempe. Hey Tempe. I thought I'd just call in and quickly say hello. <laughs> Thank hey, you. Hi. Tempe's Hi. in Australia. She's a friend there. Australia. Yeah. Wow. Tempe, about I don't know how long it was ago, but the I was on a different show and you called in and you were asking about how to get rid of your your drug dealer. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> that's a, huh? it's uh, what do you mean, murder him or have him uh, quit coming selling, trying to sell you dope? Which one? The drug dealer you know is better than the one you don't know. <laughs> okay, right. If you get rid of one, there's going to be another one right, comes in. Right. So you know, yeah. Oh my goodness. Know your drug dealer. Uh, how you doing, Tempe? <laughs> Um, I'm okay. I am at ten months now. Wow! Wow! Congratulations! Awesome. Good hey. job, Tempe. That's pretty awesome, Thank right? You. So I noticed the last caller. Um, I just thought I'd mention in the notes. Rory said that he didn't say that not to get help now. I think sometimes when we, you can't always interpret like right. you say what you say to people. But they hear what they want to hear, and mm-hmm. I don't mean that in a bad way or right, anything. But right, Well, no, like, if there was people helping her. She, oh, I know. Has, takes time to step up and take it. Yes, yes. I think we kind of touched on that, and I know Rory uh, went out of his way, which he does with so many, uh, to find them uh, placement that best benefits them. Uh, but like I said, there was a problem for every solution. Uh, yeah, that's what we got to let yeah. and ju- Judge that's Privet where touched we'll on be that. In, like at that stage, at some point, yes, uh, everything like I can't do it right now. I've got too much this. I got too much that. But I think that uh, you always have to be you always have to be open to provide help at any moment. Yes, um, and I, I don't think you you know the one thing is that if we're helping someone um, get into recovery um, or just get sober, I think that you know we can't be. We can't be judgmental of Absolutely. their excuses, but at the same time, we can't play into them. That, it's have a to. tough line. It's, it's right. important to yeah. understand when you're making excuses. Because when right. is the time that this person is going to, right. th- this is going to make be a ready. difference. And they'll, right. yeah, that changed. I'd say after a while, you, you talk to people who are, who, you talk to addicts and the people who are, are addicted. You, you hear the same things over and over again. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, well, I have to help my grandma. My grandma's sick. I'm like, Oh, the only wow. thing you're helping your grandma do is you're stealing your her medication. Yeah, it's, it's, you know? she's getting ready to get her her check. It's the third of the month, and yeah, I gotta like, be around for Granny. That's what um, I gotta I gotta mow my mom's yard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever said like, let's get your grandma on the phone right no. now? I want to know what she thinks about you. Let me tell you, in. there are more addicts with grandmas with cancer. Oh my I God. mean, I just yeah. Right. My right. grandma has cancer. She didn't have long to live. I can't go to jail. No, I gotta <laughs> stay out. You can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And believe it or not, um, my grandma is probably my biggest supporter. Amen. When Good. Yeah. Good. Even though she doesn't talk about it directly, she's like, she always talks about it in a, a different way of like, I'm much better now than I was, or oh. you know, wow. I've I'm just doing 
better than the days I was sleeping under the harbour bridge. <laughs> like, right. well, sound, re- sounds like she's un- uncomfortable with it. Yeah, it sounds like she's uncomfortable, but she loves you. You know. Yeah, she does, so, and yeah. she helps keep me busy in the right ways. Right. Um, but yeah, one thing I, I I'm finding really hard this week though is um I went and visited my friend up north and she's god I hope she's not listening but she's um <laughs> her name's Janice Janice <laughs> I don't like Janice <laughs> I, I, it's for a friend of a friend do you um, have a do you have a big following in Australia <laughs> they're gonna get us they're huge in Japan oh wow we're just killing it Oh my gosh, don't do it, Timmy. Fall back, fall back. Abort, abort. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But anyway, she's an alcoholic. Right. And I felt like I when I went up to visit her, I felt like I was w- walking on eggshells the entire time. Oh, wow. Um, but like, I'm not like an, like I can drink sometimes. It's not really much of a problem for me and stuff. But I found that when I wasn't drinking, she was starting to get really agitated at me because I wasn't liking the same things as she was. Mm. Um, and once she had her red wine, she just turned into this mega beast of like nobody, like no wonder nobody wants to like, you know, no one. I will no beat you to death in here. <laughs> what? And she just tore into me like there what? was no tomorrow. And I, I ended up crying for like 12 hours or Aww. something and I ended up just packing my bags and leaving because I was nowhere near home. But I just, that whole scenario was just like, she's she knows she's an alcoholic and stuff. And she was getting angry at me because I, because I, I have the support from my work, because I had the support from my family. But she was failing to say that she had the support from her friends. And that she had the support, like, around her. It was her that was failing to see that. And so she was almost blaming me for having support enough to get out of this. And that made me feel really horrible. And it was like, why can't you just leave it alone? Like, it's not my fault. I was my family care about where I'm at. And her family cares, so she just doesn't see it. And it's not my fault that my work were, like, I got a one in a million workplace that was really supportive of it. Um, and she even says things to me like, cause like, I'd be like I used to sell it as well. Who Like a lot of people did because we used to always like, that was how we get sure. getting our own. And those are the careers like, in the drug trade. How can you live with yourself? Like, and just says all these really mean things. And a lot of it, like, and I didn't notice it until this weekend, but a lot of it, seems like it is jealousy and i don't feel like that's fair that some people can just get that way and i don't know if anyone else experiences it i'm not i'm not in recovery but let me give you some recovery speak here (laughs) do it baby let them know boss um this is just some things that i've I've found help different people and even myself and some just because somebody tells you something doesn't mean it's true okay you um yeah. and you don't what what we always tell people here I don't know if they have it in Australia, but you've got to you've got to watch where your people places and things. Boom. And um, if somebody's a negative influence or making you feel bad about yourself, first of all, you don't let anybody make make yourself feel bad about yourself. Um, if there's some if that negative influence is there, you're gonna have to cut that relationship off until you're strong enough or they're in a place where you can have a a positive good relationship. But um, you know, 
people um uh, that's probably the the thing that I, I see yeah. through drug court that that messes people up in the recovery. The most Absolutely, I, I would guess, yeah, because it's it's it's, family, it's such a it's, it's such a tough thing. It's like this is my friend, mm-hmm. this is the person I've known. I don't want them to think that I've given mm-hmm. up on them, right? Or yeah. that I can help them. But then again, Tempe, you cried you gotta, for twelve hours. You got to put yourself first. Put your recovery first. Yeah. You know? It's like my mom was really proud of me because I packed my bags and I went and had a day for me because I wasn't in my area. I was up north. Right. Like, so I had to wait for my plane to come home. So I was just utterly devastated. Right. Yeah. Well, um, my experience, but, Tempe, my experience real quick with alcoholics because, you know, I was a two-dollar crackhead needle junkie. Uh, they're the worst uh, because they're those those, I won't say what they say, but you know, those drug, those crackheads, those needle junkies, <laughs> look out. And they're sitting there urinating on themselves, but you know, come on. Judgmental. I never yeah. thought about that. No, as far the, as like, alcoholics are the worst. I don't like care. It's like a competition between. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, judge, they're judgmental, what you call it. But, like, you know, like, you know, you can't let someone determine your self worth uh, for what they're going through. Like Brian, you know, said, uh, you know, you know who you are. Dude, 10 months. I remember when you first came on here yeah, with us. Yeah. And just your voice, everything's changing. But you got something to be proud of today, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, and if she's jealous of what your accomplishments are, you don't need this person. You know, because, again, yeah. like again, like the judge said, man, you know, we're going to get haters, yo. Uh, <laughs> but we ain't got to stay in the mix with them. Yeah. That doesn't. That's that, a big ten. That would be. I, I'm. I'm guessing you give that talk. Uh, fair oh, we don't. Even, we don't even have to. I mean, well, the, <laughs> the thing is, I mean, they already know. You right. know, and and it's not with us. It's just not friends because friends are easy. Um, we say, yeah, okay, you're not going to be a friend. Apologize friends. the next day every day right. that they do that. Right. So you're um, right. So family. But we have family. I mean, it's it's not it's not my my best friend is using and 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 is making me feel bad. It's. My mom's still using it in the house. Oh, you know? right, right, right. Yeah. Well, ooh, I can yeah. relate. Yeah, you know, my mom's using That's it in true. the house. My, I went to go visit my dad, and there was he was using it with some of his friends. Yeah. You know, and we have to say no, cut it off. Right until they're sober. You got to cut it off. Well, that's breaking know? that cycle because a yeah. lot of people that come before you has been in that cycle since, <laughs> hey, right. since day one. Right. Out of the womb kind of thing, you know. So, Tempe, it, it hurt for a little bit, but you just got to break it off to, for your own health, you know. We need yeah, you, girl. We need you, girl. Yeah, yeah. I. It makes me feel bad that you're feeling that I bad. I know. 12 you know? hours. That, I'm getting ready to hurt me over here, girl. <laughs> I want to go find this person. Huh? Where's she at? Let's see. That's a 26-hour plane ride. <laughs> yeah, can you hold that anger? Uh, <laughs> you're lucky I had a 26-hour plane ride. <laughs> I've thought it over. It wasn't a good idea. I'm going to go to the beach. Yeah, I'm going to go get Shark yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, Are the sh- Byron Bay. Uh, <laughs> is the shark still terrible over there where you're at? <laughs> They're always terrible. <laughs> They're just wrong. The sharks. They're just terrible. Well, I, I mean, Australia has like, all the ten deadliest snakes in the world. Oh my god! Gigantic spiders. Did you guys ever watch? Yeah. You guys ever watch Steve Irwin? Come yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> but they do he, have koala bears. Was... Those don't want to kill me. Uh, they're, don't, they're, drop heads. they're what? They're dope heads. What? They're drop heads. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. They'll drop from the trees and kill you. Who? Oh, do they really? 
on purpose? <laughs> what kind? Of, what kind of place is that? <laughs> Jeez, he was killed by a koala. <laughs> right? This, this oh, is like the accent. reverse Garden yeah. of Eden. Yeah, everything's <laughs> like good on you. Yeah. Good on you. So Kill that koala like before it kills you. Like wow. Yeah. He's killing the accent, Alan. Yeah. You got you to gotta get that. I watched too much Steve Irwin when I was younger. You know? <laughs> that hey, is good. Hey, good on you. Okay. Behind the tree. Oh, wow. I would be disappointed if I if I showed up, I got off the plane in Sydney, and there was not a statue to Steve Irwin there. Oh, I, yeah. I would feel bad. Yeah. Uh, would feel... You could go to the zoo at least. I could do you that. You should oh, all yeah. come down come down with Swayze as well and his family. <laughs> right. you know, hit, hit the hit, hit the hit the place. Hit it up. Be a oh, bunch hey, of get a mini bus. Right. right. Be a bunch I'll of ver, very white tattooed people. So. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? I can't be no part of this. Oh my gosh. Oh uh, well Tempe, thank you for calling in. It's been great catching up with you. Yeah. Keep yourself and uh, reach out anytime. Yeah, we love, love hearing from you. We love you, you Tempe. <laughs> I love you guys too. Thanks. Tempe's the real deal. All right, you. Uh, hey, we got to do something at twelve months. At a full yes, year. Yeah. We got to celebrate that with we'll you. We'll have a yeah, celebration. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <a> t-shirt. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. What will yeah. that cost? Three million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Posted. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Dallin, beyond that, we need to send her a shirt, bro. I think it'd be cheaper to. Yeah, we'll just send the file to a print shop there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cheaper way. <sighs> All right, Tempe. Love talking with you. Love you, lady. Love you guys. Bye. Bye, Bye sweetie. Oh, that's good stuff. My goodness, dude, did you hear his accent, bro? It was solid. It yeah. was solid, bro. It was solid. It's the uh, Crocodile Dundee movies when well, I was a kid. Do no. you ever do that when you're on the stand? No, <laughs> no. I think that'd See, be that's what we talked about this a little bit the other day. Um, there's a persona when you're on the stand. Uh, no. Oh, you know, it's scary, just like bro. I don't. I, you try to. You have to have like a blank face. You go. You're not trying to show any kind of emotion one way or the other because one, you know, emotion one way could 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 sway a jury or you could you wow, know, yeah. tip off anything. So it's a lot of pressure. That is pressure, bro. Yeah, I, I wow. do. I do kind of joke around with uh, with when we're in like emotion hours, just lawyers. Right. I can do that. Juries though. No. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. It's just everyone's. You put on the robe. You put on the face. Right. Game. You right. Game face. Judge, I think he winked. I think he winked over there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which way do we go? <laughs> yeah. No. Definitely Wait, not. You want? You want us to convict? <laughs> we'll no, do it if you no. say it. Yeah, I don't know. What am uh, I supposed to do here? You know, I've oh, I that's... I have wanted to be on a jury for forever. Wow, I've never really? been called in. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. You'll be called in next month. You'll be <laughs> called in, man. That sucks. I well, when I did the jury trial, it was like you see on TV. You know. Uh, of course, I had a legal aid. Um, uh, Matt Ryan, he's in Covington now, and mm-hmm. Nicole Baldridge, which is in California, they were legal aids at the time, and it was over a third degree assault on a police officer. I had a syringe in my kangaroo pouch, oh, yeah. yeah, and poked himself. Uh, I didn't. I was so incoherent. But anyway, uh, we picked out our jury. You know, we picked out, and then you guys, you know. It was crazy. It wasn't me specifically. <laughs> you guys. This yeah, crew of guys, guys in black They're came mean. in. No, no. Sometimes but we group it together like it that. Was, it was, uh, you know, facing 10 years, man, for yeah. uh, being a junkie. Well, th- that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Guys. He don't have a clue. Guys, Kellyanne, all I want to say is Jason, that it's not been guilty. wonderful. I, I Kill c- Young, I love you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would say, what? I would say I've had a wonderful night. It's been amazing. And do your civic duty and get out there and, and vote. vote. That's yes. an important thing. As those that have uh, lost that ability have, have seen, you know, that's a... That's a crappy thing to. It sucks. It's I've I've appreciated it a whole lot more. So if you want things to change, well, or you want them to vote, or if you plus. want programs to keep continuing like this, you have to get out there and yes, vote and yes. do that. So when is the? It's the November, November elections, 6th. November sixth, and uh, that's that's a wild thing. You get eight years if you if you win, right? No, this because I'm serving out someone else's term. I get four. Okay. And then I get run eight. again. Have to run again and then oh, get wow. eight. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. So yeah, it, it'll be a little bit. But well, we need you. I know everybody's excited about having you, and and yeah. I've and I've talked to people. You know, I investigate too. But see, it's uh, pretty it, awesome, man. Everything I've heard about well, you. I appreciate it. It's just good things. You know, I do the stuff in the court, but that's not really. Like I said, the reason, the whole reason I wanted to be a judge was wow. because I I hit a, a level working with folks in recovery that I couldn't do anymore. Unless I just want to, you know. Yeah. So being a, a drug court judge allows me to help a whole lot more people. Right. Yeah, so, just with like the story. just directly. Yeah. And so that's that's the only reason I'm doing it. And I've seen you at so many events, you know, even you know, and just giving back, man. Mm-hmm. And the story you shared about the young lady, man. It, Okay, oh, we're out. Say your goodbyes. Hola, right, my friends. Goodbye. Hey, thank <laughs> you. Hey, thank hey, you. Oh, thank you. Okay. Love you guys. Right. Deuces. Oh. Who are you, baby? There we go. Dang, you know, I hit the hammer. Up, bro. You That's what I do. That's what I do. You get tired. That was